can you believe it? NXT UK and NXT gave us two bangers of a show, and we're here to talk all about that. Hello, everyone, and my name is Bubba Boys. You're locked into Draped in Gold, the unofficial NXT UK and NXT post show. How's everyone living? Want to give a shout out to everyone listening in the chat uh, or watching the chat on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and on Twitch. Just know that Draped in Gold is part of the new Entertainment Network and sponsored by GameAware. Make sure you suit up and ship out at gmrware.com. Use a promo code FLOBO for a discount. Now, as you guys know, before we break down everything and anything that's happening on the Black and Gold brands, I am not alone. My broadcast partner is a man who's working painstakingly on this Eddie Dennis cosplay. Give it up for the man, Jack Farmer. Hey, 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 Flobo. Yes, I'm trying to just give some respect to the guy who brings intelligence back into pro wrestling, something that we should all be applauding. And I'm shocked that more people aren't bigger fans than Eddie Dennis. Yeah, you, you're shocked. You're shocked. Shocked. <laughs> I can think of a bunch of reasons why people hate that guy. But uh, one of them is him tagging with the, with the hunt. But we'll get to that in just a second. I want to talk to you about this NXT UK Heritage Cup tournament. For weeks, Jack Farmer was saying, oh, I got Dave Matthews in a runaway. Oh, the Bomber's going to win it. Not only did Bomber lose, I had to go see his junk when he got rolled up in the first fall. I want my money back, Jack. You lie to me. I am just as upset as you are, Flobo, as is the world, because we all watched the match, we all saw what happened, and it is a complete sham that Trent Seven wasn't called knocked out earlier on. He was clearly out. I don't know what that ref was thinking, letting that match continue. By the rules of the Heritage Cup, this should have ended much sooner, and Dave Mastiff right now should be punching his ticket to the finals, and I think right now they need to pull that referee aside and tell him how to officiate because this is absolutely <laughs> ludicrous. You got the finger wagging there. You know what? You do have a little bit of stock here. Joseph Connors was instantly considered knocked out. Trent Seven got ample time to get himself back in the matchup. But if you're Dave Mastiff, do you somehow pay back? You give the receipt even though you're bested here today? I give the receipt. You mean make sure Trent Seven does not win the Heritage Cup? Correct. I, you know, that's just. I think that's not playing the long game. As a fan of of Eddie Dennis, I like to think long term. I like to think with strategy. And what I would do is I would wait for him to get it and then take it away from him, Flobo. You got to take what people have. Don't stop him from getting it. That's how you move forward. I would wait until Trent Seven was hoisting that cup in the air. So you were talking about this before the show, besides the fact you're so incredibly fancy. Uh, and Charlene also agrees. She put on a tie for my show, which is crazy. Because the thing about that, Charlene, I put on, on a, a college shirt for Jack's show, and it doesn't compare. But we're talking <laughs> about what this Heritage Cup means for the brand. Now, you have eight kid on the other side of the tournament. Uh, is going to be in the finals against Trent Seven. Here's somebody that wasn't on a lot of our radars. Trent Seven seems to be a guy that is associated with NXT UK. Is this a kid's match to win? 
This is going to be a fascinating finals, and I think it's really going to come down to whoever is the toughest of the two, whether it be just the old-school toughness of Trent Seven or the youth and durability of A-Kid, because both these guys took a hell of a beating in their semifinals matches, one from Noam Dar from on A-Kid's side, and, of course, Trent Seven getting knocked out like three times today and having to continue. It's going to be a war of attrition. It's going to be a match that, like I said, comes down to who's toughest, who can get through the most. I tend to lean towards Trent Seven. Ooh. I've said before, these kinds of tournaments favor the bigger guys because they can take more of a beating and they can dish more of a beating out. While I think A-Kid is going to have that endurance factor, Trent can just lean on him a little bit. There's been a lot of matches that A-Kid's had to go through that's worn him down, and I think just a little bit of the leaning by Trent Seven is going to make all the difference in the world. That assuming if Trent is healthy, we don't know how much damage happened to his face today. Yeah, I well, like I said, I think he shouldn't be there. I think <laughs> we should be talking about Mastiff going on. He was robbed. He was robbed, Flobo, and that's why I maintain that I have a perfect record in predictions because we all know that Dave Mastiff should be going forward. I add an asterisk just to make everyone happy, but I still maintain that I am perfect in the predictions department. I can't stand the fact that you're actually right. <laughs> I, yeah, because his trend was down for so long, the ref should have called it. It was kind of hard to, to determine, and I thought the ref would have called it. He couldn't even was... get to his feet for one of the rounds, Flobo. He couldn't even stand up. Could you imagine this being a boxing match and one of the boxers not even standing up to start However, the match? However, Jack Farmer, <laughs> wrestling's one of the few sports we have to go with the ref says. There's no VAR for pinfalls, unfortunately. <laughs> I want to go to instant replay. I think I should. I'm, I'm throwing a red flag. I know they wow. don't know what the red flag <laughs> is in UK, but uh, I guess their flags are different. Uh, they have red cards. I don't yeah. know what their replay rules are. They probably don't have them. But here in America, we have replays. <laughs> I think you guys should be implementing them. If you look at the tape, you'll find that Dave Mastiff <laughs> is the heritage <laughs> champion. I'm not giving up on this, Flobo. Me and Dave Mastiff were equally wrong today equally so, so at, at his peak american citizen let's go take our rules over there and show them <laughs> where they went wrong i don't know maybe there might be some fallout i have no idea uh wasn't wasn't a day for uh, your guys or your people uh, nina samuels was also in a match against zaya brookside in fact nina samuels could arguably be, be the favorite but it didn't go quite that way zaya brookside gets the win maybe the start of something happening it says two things to me about the women's division one we all need someone to cheer for. And two, you can't get to the top without being a little cagey, which we saw a little bit from Zaya Brookside today. Zaya Brookside, I've always said the thing holding her back is that she doesn't understand what is important. It's st we start off and they're talking about how she's fighting for the dreamers and the believers. And I'm thinking to myself, Zai, you need to be fighting for wins and championships. Who cares about dreamers and believers? They can stay on the couch dreaming and believing all day. You need to go get wins. But then at the end of this match, I saw something from Zai. I saw Brookside do something that made me happy. She didn't buy in 
to the injury. She didn't let that slow her down. She still went for blood and got the win. But Flobo, you're telling me right now that she was the winner. I look at the end of this match. I look at the way she was left laying on the outside. She sure didn't look like a winner to me. It looked like the spotlight was where it was supposed to be, and that's on Nina Samuels. She says that if there's a spotlight, it belongs on her. I add to that and say if there's not a spotlight, there should be one because Nina should always have a spotlight. Hold on. So, okay, yes. At the end of the segment, uh, Nina was standing tall, but this is a question. Why fake the injury if it resulted in a loss? It wasn't like she cheated to win with faking the injury. <laughs> she lost a match and then being carried out decided, I'd rather not do this. That's not, that is not big brained, Jack. That is totally level one sidekick boss level intellect right there. There's an old saying, Flobo, and that's if you put a thousand monkeys in a room with a thousand typewriters, eventually they will rewrite the works of Shakespeare. That was all that happened today. It was just some random fluke thing that after enough time, something's going to happen and your 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 plan isn't going to work out. This is the one time in history Nina's plan didn't work out. Let's not all go jump into conclusions thinking that she's washed up. It just didn't work out one time, Flobo. It's yeah. not about one time winning the war. It's about everything, and that's where Nina is going to be successful. Brookside, you may have laughed for a little bit, but I think Nina's already got the last laugh. Don't encourage him, JLD. I mean, don't encourage him at all. I don't know how I keep up with this. Uh, so that said, there, Jack Farmer, Zaya Brookside wins. What's positioning in the women's title division of NXT UK? Number two contender? Number one contender? Number four contender? Whoa, 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 whoa. We sat here last week, and you were yes. talking about who should be contenders. And I gave you the name of a winner. I gave you another name of a winner. I gave you another name of a winner. And yes. you were like, well, I don't know. What about Pity Party Piper? Maybe she ever. should be the one that gets yes. the shot. Now, Zaya Brookside, one of the people that you're a huge fan of, gets some random like fluke, slip on a banana peel while lightning strikes in the ring, all at the same time win. And suddenly you're like, is she number one contender? Is she yes. the person that should be getting the title? No, that's ridiculous, Flobo. She's won one match in nine months. Come on. You're trying to give her a world title match from one win, which was a fluke of a win? Come on, Flobo. You're better than that. Look, I look, think look, we man. all agree that Nina deserves the title shot. That's what I'm saying because a week ago we sat here and I asked that question. And you said, Nina Sanders, bro. And yeah. she has the same number of wins as Zaya Brookside, and Zaya has a head-to-head -head victory over Nina. Is she not more qualified by your own logic to go for the Kaylee Ray Strap? She couldn't even get back to the locker room on her own free will without the help of referees. She's not she's not durable enough to go after a, the champ. She's not durable enough to challenge a Kaylee Ray. Come on, Zaya Brookside. She's just. She's just not tough enough for that. It's just, it would be a, a lamb to slaughter, Flobo. I think Nina is the person we all want to see. I know everyone wants to see Nina in that opportunity. Uh, that's the money match. Zaya Brookside, a lucky win is a lucky win. Good for you. You'll tell your grandkids about it as the highlight of your career. But until then, no, Nina. I swear to you're a different person once we hit record. Uh, before we move on, can you tell the world about some delicious kinds of coffee they can try to? 
I could tell you about all kinds of coffee, but I only talk about the best Flobo, and the best is found at www.thebroasters.com, where they have single-origin roasted weekly batches that they don't use any fillers or things like that. They don't blend it. It's all the good stuff. And if you're going to be a coffee drinker, you might as well drink the best. So go to www.thebroasters.com, and when you're there, make sure not to tell anyone about this. It's kind of an inside thing. But if you use the promo code BROCODE1, you get a discount on that coffee as well. So not only is it discounted, but it's the best there is. It's like a win-win. I don't know how they keep their margins up. That's not my job. My job is to just say where the website is. But I'm also giving you a little bit of extra. I'm giving you the promo code. I'm giving you BROCODE1. Type it in and see what you get. You know what? I'm going to start my own coffee. I'm going to call it Spite Coffee. And it's going to be super cheap. You can get it in every corner just to spite you. Uh, before <laughs> we go on to our next match, I want to give a big shout out to my new best friend, Andy Shepard, who's a fan of the show, I think. Yeah. Because he retweeted it and he said we're best friends now. It's official. Uh, commentator for the NXT UK fam. Uh, I want to win an episode. That's my goal for 2021. Or maybe the end of this year. There's still weeks left in this. Why not? Yeah. Uh, also, I have a question for you, Jack. True sure. or false? Because we talked about breakout stars on NXT. Remember last year, you said Keith Lee, I said Caden Carter, and we ended up being both wrong in different ways. Uh, yeah. Here's my prediction. 2021, NXT UK, it will be the year for Ashton Smith. A. Smith, who was in that backstage promo, getting the face of both Hunter Hearst and Helmsley backstage uh, <laughs> <laughs> with his partner, Carter. Yeah, yeah I, as I said, I, I called them the... Uh, uh, Two different roles from two different movies, both played by Orlando Bloom. So the, um, uh, I thought, yeah, I thought they were fun. They were very entertaining. But part of me was thinking to myself as I'm watching this, Flobo, why are they bothering these two guys that, you know, they're, they're trying to get their workout in. They're doing the things they're supposed to do. They're doing the things that you would congratulate most people on. And then this guy shows up, steals a camera that and a crew that is already working so they can try to pick a fight. I don't like these two. I think that they're jerks. I think that they're wasting people's time. They're the people at work that keep you from getting your work done. They're, they're the Jim Halperts of the world, Flobo. The guys that instead of letting you earn a paycheck and go home, they put yeah. your stapler in a bunch of jello. I don't like those people. I like people that go to work and get the job done. I think these guys are just wasting. They can be your pick of 2021, but it's not a good one. Uh it's I sing with me, Ashton Smith. Let me tell you something about well about daytime soap operas. This matters to me, right? When I was a kid, there was a fictional character. Her name was Erica Kane, played by Susan Lucci. And one of the biggest the running jokes outside of anyone who's ever watched a daytime soap in their life is how many times Susan Lucci was nominated for the award and never got one, right? Mm -hmm. And guess what happened? It became such a lore. That when she did win that Emmy, it became the streak is over, right? If you're backstage yeah. on such a roster with so many people, doesn't it behoove you to make yourself known? Doesn't it behoove you to stand out and get a following? And if you're being bold by taking a camera crew, why is that wrong? Flobo, I think that sometimes, you know, sometimes... Not everyone gets to be the LeBron, as we've heard so oh, no, many no. times no, 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 in the no, no, no. past. You don't get to do that. You don't so, get to do that. Not, 
you know what? Some people just need to be happy riding the bench. And the fact that there's a bench for them should make them excited, especially wow. when you've got those other two uh, pretty – I'll be honest, pretty dangerous or pretty deadly. I always mix up the two. Same here. Pretty deadly, I think. It's the pretty deadly. You're getting in the way of pretty deadly. A team that is is they're stars. Pretty there's they're stars. They should have the spotlight. They should have the camera in front of them. In fact, they should get it without having people stealing it and shoving it in their face. Like this is some offshoot TMZ episode. That's those guys, they, you, there's thir certain things in pro wrestling. There's respect in pro wrestling. There's doing things the right way, Flobo. And I don't like the way these guys just goof off while everyone's trying to get their work done. I think they need to be happy with the role they have and stick with it. As a guy who's just as big in a soap opera type world, The Rock said, know your role. And that's the role they have is in the back on the bench. I, I can't plan for these shows anymore. <laughs> You're just... I can't. Okay, so <laughs> moving on. Uh, we had a guy that shares your namesake, Jack Stars, which I don't think he's won a match on TV in about a year and a half, taking on a guy which I can tell you owns no t-shirts at home, Rampage Brown, and a very <laughs> quick and decisive victory for Rampage. Now, last week you saw him backstage, shaking hands, getting the lay of the land. You were impressed. Did it pay dividends for you today? Yeah, so Jack Stars, real quick about him. I, I think it's funny. We saw him against Rampage today. Last time we saw him, he was against uh, Walter, I believe. What, was he Walter not? Was in, yeah, that was two matches ago was Walter. I forgot who was in between there. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, Hoxley. You did Hoxley before that. Hoxley. Okay, so you, you've got Rampage today. Hoxley last time. Walter before that. They said Jack Stars is the kind of guy that never turns down an opportunity. Flobo, I think Jack Stars needs to start turning down opportunities. <laughs> 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 I mean, I, dude, you need to start saying, no, 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 just don't do it. Don't do it, Jack Stars. Stay away. I'm saying this for your own safety. Turn down opportunities, but Rampage, I <laughs> loved Rampage. I thought he was great. He reminded me, the way he was built just reminded me so much of those old school Bruno San Martino kind of wrestlers. They're just thick and loaded and, and big dudes, and he just threw Jack Stars around. I thought this was a great showcase for him to see his really powerful moveset. I think he came off looking great. I'm ready to see him get in the ring with some big, heavy bangers and really start rattling those ring posts. Jerry's still out on Rampage Brown, not necessarily him and his skill because he has experience with TNA. You can go back mm -hmm. to you know, all of his other stuff. But just how he fits in the NXT UK fold, uh, there isn't much of a pecking order besides the, the NXT UK championship, which is pretty small because Walter's that dominant. So mm -hmm. I don't really know where his role is going to be. That's why I'm holding out judgment until maybe week two or week three. But mm -hmm. yeah, why not add him to the roster? He definitely looks the part. He looks like every high school crush's dad. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like six period English class looks tough as heck. So why not? Yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. Last thoughts on this? No, I mean, I think it's a good showing. I think he looked great. I think um, I, I think he did everything he needed to do. He did everything right. And so now it's just seeing what happens as the competition steps up. Yeah. And our opening contest was your boy, 
Eddie Dentist uh, with The Hunt, Wildborn Primate. Uh, by the way, Wildborn, thick boy. Uh, in a match <laughs> against Kenny Lillian and Amir Jordan, which I think is the first time we saw them tag together since the reboot. So that's kind of a cool treat there. Uh, the, the, the win, in my case, was never in doubt. Uh, the, mm -hmm. the Hunt yeah. and Eddie Dennis were just that good. Uh, thoughts about the match, but more importantly, I want your thoughts about having Eddie Dennis in this manager-wrestler hybrid role. I thought it was really great. I think Kenny Williams impressed me during the Heritage Cup. I don't know why he's tag teaming with Amir Jordan because when you tag team with someone, Flobo, this is stuff they don't tell you. But if you're going to start a tag team with someone, Flobo, you got to make sure the other guy is better than you. So they're elevating you, not you elevating them. What good hey, does it do for you to help partner? someone wait, else? Wait, wait, who's elevating who? <laughs> Hey, well, then maybe maybe I need to move on. I need to go find someone else to be my tag team partner. I knew you were partner. a heel. No. <laughs> uh, go through that barbershop window. <laughs> I was trying to escape. The, uh, <laughs> the, um, I think, so he needs to go off on his own. You need to be with someone better than you. But I love this team, the hunt coming together with Eddie Dennis because you've got the perfect pairing of brains and brawn Coming together, the hunt damn near unstoppable with Eddie Dense Dennis by their side, strategizing for him. And you saw it today. I mean, you can say you're not happy about it. You can say you don't like the pairing. Anyone can judge any way they want. But a win is a win is a win. And if you have the dub, that's all that matters. And I, I, I don't know who's stopping these guys. I'm I, the fact that the hunt is already so much better now that Flash Morgan Webster isn't a part of uh isn't a part of their life draining them anymore uh and and using them anymore i think it's just a big win for everybody a win is a win is a win unless you're zaya brooks out apparently jack is inconsistent i don't know i don't, I don't know. know what you're i don't know what you're referring to uh, i just want to say before we move on it was a faster match than i was expecting i thought the the, the new hut would have been more plotting but they kept mm -hmm. their, their bread and butter kept the old game plan pre-reboot pre-soft reboot and I yeah. think that would make them stick out. And those cool masks. I mean, Dude, those masks are sick. Give me a wild board in time of the week, man. Uh, <laughs> before we head over to the NXT classic side, I just want to say thank you so much for checking out this show and all the other shows uh, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and on Twitch. If you're on Twitch, do me a favor, hit that subscribe button. I'm trying to build that community up. It's straight to go. Subscribe. Subscribe, baby. Every Thursday, 1 p.m. Pacific. Still trying to figure out what we're going to do Thanksgiving week. I got to think out what we're doing for that one. But moving on. In an episode I want to call Respect the Wheel, Jack Farmer, we have a new North American champion. And his name is Johnny Gargano. It's Leon Ruff. The man had an 0-11 record. Thank you, Peyton Wesner, for your quote, uh, your, your stat there. That was totally helpful. But Leon Ruff is now the new NHL champion. Uh, the Gargano way is upset, and Regal doesn't even care. This was silly. We always talk about how you need to have some fun in pro wrestling, Flobo. It can't be all serious. It yeah. can't be all mean stares and growls. You need to have some jokes. So what does Johnny Gargano do? He comes to the aid of the people like he always does. Every time, Mr. Reliable, Johnny Wrestling says, I'm going to have a little joke. I'm going to have a little bit of fun. We're going to have a good time tonight, everybody. And so he does this little joke. And now they take the title away from him just because Leon Ruff didn't get it? Just because Leon Ruff wasn't smart enough to understand that this was all just a gag? It was all just a goof? And all these people online, I can't believe it, on Twitter, they don't get it either. It's like they don't understand the joke. It's so funny. No one gets that this was all just a joke and that Johnny Gargano is still the champ. 
I can tell you who the joke is. Johnny Gargano with that wheel that was weighted AF. Leon Ruff didn't even get a square. It was written down. And, well, if he was focusing on the match of showboating, Dean Priest wouldn't got in Gargano's head. We have a new champion. Triple H posted the point photo yesterday. That means it's official. William Regal says it's official. Gargano can't win a match to save his life. And Leon Ruff is representing all of North America. You should be proud. I, you mentioned Damian Priest, by the way. I have a bone to pick with him. He has no right to be hanging out at ringside and hanging out there. and getting involved he in matches. There. If he wants to be a manager, he can get a license like Robert Stone or Paul Heyman and do things the right way. But the fact that he got involved the way he did is a travesty. I can't believe that there wasn't more security to get that guy out of there completely unacceptable there and johnny gargano has a huge 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 right to make a complaint to to um to william regal and william regal by the way this close this close to being ejected from his job i would say because he is not doing it by by letting this stand he's letting this Triple H is about to point William Regal towards the door and no, say, dude, you're not doing your job. It's completely unacceptable. What show are you watching, my man? Look, first of all, management license makes no sense because if that was the case, Taz would be out of compliance. <laughs> you know, Robert Stone would be out of compliance. Those are gonna apply for him. How do you know they don't have licenses? You, you think you think Taz did anything written down with an application? <laughs> you know? Uh, <laughs> s- second of all, look. Both Triple H and William Regal vouch for it. That's just the way it is. The chat has their own feelings about the situation. But assuming, just assume, go with me. Just pretend for a second, Jack. Let's just say Johnny Gargano meant to lose the title, or maybe it just happened and it's going to stick. How does the North American title division look with Leon Ruff as its champion? Well, right now, Leon Ruff thinks he thinks that he's a smart guy. He thinks that he thinks that he took advantage of a situation. But his buddy, old Damian Priest, is going to stab him in the back because Damian Priest is completely untrustable. Can you, Leon Ruff, the United, the the North American champion, Leon Ruff, it it fell down off of his waist like pants that were too big. Flobo, he could he could barely. He was tripping over it, Flobo. I can't believe this guy is considered a champion. It's a complete sham. And the fact that Damian Priest is going along with this, it's all fun and games now, but there will there will come a day of reckoning where I think Leon Ruff's going to regret this. I think Damian Priest is going to regret this. I think William Regal's going to regret this. And if Triple H is back, and Triple H is going to regret it too because Johnny Gargano is someone who's going to make sure that the right thing happens. He's such a man of ethics. He's such a man of doing things the right way. He's going to make sure this gets put right and he's not going to forget the people that try to take advantage of a situation that is frankly just it's unfortunate moving on the cruiserweight title was also on the line as jake atlas uh has a valuable losing effort against santos escobar you know something was up having the second title being defended back to back i guess you know but hey look jake atlas is looking more and more of a part like he belongs in the mix. He carries a weapon in the parking lot, which I guess you should have to nowadays. Thoughts about the match? Thoughts about uh, Santos Escobar and Legable Fantasma? And where does Jake Atlas go from here? Yeah, I didn't actually recognize Jay At- Jake Atlas at first, not having the uh, bat in his hand in the parking lot. It's a new side of him, actually getting in the ring and having matches instead of just attacking people recklessly. Okay, stop. He... he... <sighs> 
Legato Fantasma has been terrorizing Jake Atlas for a week. He defends himself, and now he's the bad guy. Is what you're saying? He's been terrorizing. They've been terrorizing him. He's the one running in their matches. He's the one driving up on them in the parking lot. He attacked him again today. He tried to use it again in the match, but fortunately, Fantasma's out there to keep order and make sure that things don't get out of hand. And I think we should all write thank you notes to those two for making sure that it didn't get involved and that even they took a a beating. I mean, I think, you know, I think we should all be sending flowers to their hospital rooms where I'm sure they're at right now for taking the beating they did. But I think right now that the real story is Escobar staying focused, getting a very clean, very beautiful win. He is the king of Lucha Libre. I can't think of anyone that is a bigger representation of Lucha Libre than Escobar right now. And, uh, I think it's uh, I think it's great. My only thing is the bummer about that cruiserweight title is I'd like to see him face guys of all sizes. Wait, you want to? Oh, oh yeah, you want to open up the cruiserweight division? Mm-hmm. Make it make it the X division. I want to open. I want to open up the cruiserweight division to all weights. That doesn't. Okay, so <laughs> Shotzi Blackheart has a promo against. I, I can't. I can't with you. I can't. What? What? Okay, whatever. Moving on. Shanti Blackheart has a promo with <laughs> Kenneth Zora. She goes, and I quote, not looking for payback, not looking for revenge. I am looking to kick your ass, which is something interesting because it's a PG show. Shanti Blackheart and Candice LeRae looks like they're on a collision course, and I know you're going to tell me how cool Candice LeRae is and how awesome she is looking out for that tank. But let's go with me for a second and say maybe that Shanti is a hero in the story because someone damaged her private property. Jack, thoughts? Twist this one, please. I thought they were over this. Didn't they say this was behind them? I feel like this happened 100 years ago. What is she bringing this ancient history up for, Flobo? I I mean, you have Shotzi Blackheart. They they said literally, like, hey, we're even. You cost me the match. You know, I tried to watch your tank, but I wasn't able to hang out all night. Uh, So... I, I don't get what Shotzi Blackheart's so mad about. Maybe instead of worrying about toys, she should worry about wins in matches of her own and not getting involved in Candice LeRae's. Candice LeRae, again, she's trying to do the best she can. She's trying to hold up this women's division single-handedly, might I add. There's been no one there to help her hold up this women's division for as long as she has. Yet here she is doing it again, trying to focus on those things. Yet Shotzi Blackheart is like, remember 100 years ago when my tank got hurt? This is ridiculous, Flobo. I I can't believe you're one to hold a grudge. One, I'm incredibly one to hold a grudge forever. Two, I think it's interesting. That, mm-hmm. what, 18 hours before on our sister show, Elite of the Week, you d- d- you defended La Dinner Debonair and, and, and Brandy Rose dropping bars in the booth, and now everything is all with the, prote- with the antagonist on this show? Candice LeRae did of something very vile. Jake Atlas is defending himself, and Leah Ruff cashed in an opportunity, and you just poo-poo on everything. Everything. I don't know how or why you do that to me. I don't know why. I don't know why. So you're telling me, you are yes, telling me you right yeah. now, you're trying to not give Candice LeRae the credit she deserves when she got a huge win over Tony Storm today. You're just going to brush over the fact. I haven't even that got this, there because you kept this, defending her. <laughs> that this, yeah, I'm defending her. She just beat Tony Storm, the hottest new acquisition in NXT today. She got a big 
clean win over this new import from NXT UK. And it was perfectly clean. It was squeaky clean. It was Mr. Clean. If you if it smiled, its teeth would clean. Of not clean, Jack. I, I didn't see it. How do you not see? You had Did, it. You want to ref in England, like decommissioned. <laughs> you want managers to have licenses issued, and you didn't see feet on the ropes. Are you kidding look, me? That ref in this match is one of the best ever. It's one of the best refs in the business today. If the ref didn't call it, then Candice LeRae didn't cheat, Flobo. That's the way it goes. That's the way refereeing works. When you have one this talented, you just gotta trust their gut. A lot of times, one of the rules of referees is you you want them to be invisible. You don't want them to be part of the match. You want them to kind of disappear and let the athletes do their thing, and that's what this referee did. He did an amazing job. We need to give credit where credit's due. Candice LeRae as well, a clean win over someone who I thought was on their way to the title picture, but Candice LeRae, I think, maybe earned her shot back, and maybe we'll finally get an opportunity to have a shot at the champion without Shotzi getting involved. Chad's getting involved because, again, Candice has started personal property. Tony Storm is still in preseason form, I will, I will admit. She's not as hot as she was in 2018. But anything beyond that 2019 she had that was pretty hard is okay with me. Hopefully, because of the way that Candice cheated, we'll get some sort of resolution with that. Yes, I said cheater, but I have to move on, Jack. Sorry, can't tell me about How about this Zia Lee match against Raquel Gonzalez, where Zia Lee didn't even show up because Boa did instead. And what we had was one of the most, to me, entertaining, enthralling, engrossing storylines I have seen on wrestling television in quite some time. I, well, first off, I just want to say, I want to say that I can't believe that Shotzi and, and Tony literally, literally jumped Candace after the match. And you're like, they're the protagonists. Why do you like Stop the antagonist? Stop old stuff. I'm holding grudges. I'm about it's, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. But I will say, uh, I like, I liked how Raquel Gonzalez just handled her business. She doesn't care who comes down to the ring. She was called out, and she's going to beat someone down. We need to commend someone that doesn't take days off. Zia Lee, she takes days off. She's like, eh, am I scheduled? I don't know. I'm not going to go. But Raquel Gonzalez, she's like, look, I'm going to work. I came into work today. I brought my lunch pail. I'm going to beat someone up. Boa. Boa on the other end of the beatdown. I agree with you, Flobo. Who is this guy coming out, delivering letters, marking Boa? Boa maybe shouldn't have gotten involved with Zia Brooks or Zia Lee. She, he should have just stayed out of the way. I don't know, but I agree. This is we talked about mysteries, Flobo. We talked about mysteries on other shows. Sometimes they're not good. This is good. I'm very interested to Wait, see what's going on. Wait, do you believe it's good, or are you just saying it's good to tease me because you're being Jack Farmer on Draped in Gold? <laughs> I need to know the difference. I hate that I said you don't need to break the fourth wall, yet all you do is break the fourth wall. <laughs> I'll smash that fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I do. I think it's interesting because this is the thing about mysteries as we watch them on shows like this. You always want to see what the next beat is and they keep giving us new beats if this had just been that they um if this had just been one of those things where they didn't have zaya show up or zaya just lost and they repeated the same thing as before then i'd be like okay i've seen this but this is a new beat someone new was added boa is now more emotionally involved than i thought he was before so this is a good story i mean i'm into it i want to know what happens next i want to know I what the next thing is now. i'm now I'm um, just like, i can't tell 
my question to you is so what do you have any theories flobo oh i have lots of theories um, any that are good though no actually <laughs> that's why i do this instead of actually working for them no right. well, here's the deal man because okay so so you have the matchup raquel gonzalez coming out she did, like you said i actually agree i can't believe i'm saying this i agree yeah. with you she beat up anyone that showed up uh, Raquel got her heat back as they say in the back, right? Boa's like, please don't hurt me. But he rolls into the ring like a loser. Don't do that. But mm -hmm. when the lights went out, and there were dragons flying, you know, I was like, this is cool. But there's a part of me being like, am I allowed to find this cool as someone who is not Asian? Is that weird? I know it's weird, but I yeah. thought about it. I said, how is this different than any other movie or TV show? So I'm, I'm, all, I'm all in. And then you have From the Smoke, someone we haven't seen before, which apparently is wearing lifts in the shoe. He's an old guy, but that's besides the point. Uh, comes out, get both the letter, and marks them. Now, we have the letters. We have the marks. We have Boa, Mr. Stoic, is now running scared. Where is Zaylee? Is she okay? And Raquel Gonzalez looked even strong for beating up a boy. I think it's a win-win. Yeah, that's the smartest thing you said all day, Flobo. Agreeing with me, I love it. I think it's it's <laughs> you're you're making progress. I think it's good. Why do you do this uh, to me? The but you're right. I think it's interesting. I want to know who this guy is. I want to know what what's going on here. Are we? Uh, I looked over in the chat. Someone had mentioned it is. It could potentially be like some kind of mafia thing. Dylan Matthews from a uh, Ozzy uh, Ozzy Ozzy. Oi oi oi. Um, he uh, you know, it might be a mafia thing. That'd be cool. It could be some mystical. I got mystical vibes. I got very uh, Kane type vibes when the guy came out. So I don't know though. That's what's interesting. Is it is it someone we're gonna love? Is it someone we're gonna hate? Is uh, like what is is a debut coming? Is someone new coming to maybe do the things that Boa and Zaya couldn't do? It's it's interesting. I like it, and it it's. What also makes it great is these story beats aren't taking huge chunks of time either. Again, this is something that if I was watching and they were taking 25 minutes each episode of long promos, rehashing everything, then I'd go, okay, I get it. But they're just short little bits and they're just little, little nuggets to make you wonder what's going on, what's happening next. I love nuggets. I think someone is coming and they're going to be very dangerous for a lot of people. But here's a question I have, and this, I guess, is a loose end, is if something is coming and someone's coming, why is this person saying, Zia Lee, you need to wrestle? Zia Lee, you went to win the match. Is it back to the angel conceit that wrestling matches equal prize money? Like That's the part I don't quite get right now. It, that's the thing. It could be a million things. Uh, I always like it when they equate it to prize money. I think that's... That's the way it is. Winners get paid more money. And even in the world of pro wrestling, if you're winning all the time, you're making more money than the people losing all the time. So it does matter. And I do want to see that play out. But again, I just like it. It's, it's, it's interesting. This is what's fun as a fan to watch because there's no knowing. There's no saying oh, this is obviously what's going to happen because no one knows for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, I'm intrigued. My favorite pro wrestling storyline in all of wrestling currently uh, one story that I'm not too jazzed about, but you are. So this is your opening mm -hmm. story to let it all up. Is this this uh, Thatcher guy, you know, Timothy Thatcher? You know how he is out there doing his wrestling matches, having that old uh, tendril of Austin Gray. Remember that, that backstage fight? Uh, but uh, in a match against... Let's talk about Thatcher. Let's talk about Thatcher real quick. Right, I want to talk about Thatcher. Yeah. And his opponent. Uh, first off, backstage, right? I want you to imagine 
I want you to imagine the the stupidity it would take to attack someone during an exhibition match and then be totally caught off guard when they attack you the next week. Come on, he deserved to get attacked. Thatcher deserved to beat him up. That yes, retaliation makes sense, Shotzi Blackheart. How how dare he? you're being absolutely silly. Shotzi started. Shotzi pushed Candice LeRae off of the ladder. Shotzi get, has gotten everything she deserves. Shotzi should apologize, if anything. But I will say this. I like Thatcher, and I like that he took the fight to one guy, and then he took the fight to some other guy. And I like that he showed that you <laughs> don't have – you don't have to be scared. You don't have to run from your fears. You can face them head on. And just like Candice LeRae, he got a clean win, a squeaky clean win by using things like strength, technique, toughness. And he didn't even need all of his teeth to do it. It was pretty impressive. Look, uh, I'm with Dylan Matthews here all the way from Australia. He says, I like the Thatcher exhibition at the start, but we need to get to the next level or it's going to get stale if it isn't ready. I thought it was stale on week two. I don't get it. Uh, I think WWE has tried this before. I actually prefer Drew Gulak's catch point. At least that had like a, a nice like gym aspect about it. I don't need to watch a seminar on wrestling. I'm at a wrestling show. Show me the show, Jack. Uh, That's what you got today. He had two fights. He beat up two guys. Well, he beat up the guy that started with him. I'll give you that because I was getting his revenge. But in his match against, well, the guy who wrestles in a Henley, which I can't tell you what his name is because Zach gets freaked out. Stop. You, you, te- you tell me it was clean. You tell me it was clean. But there's one guy. His name is Cameron Grimes. Gets involved in the matchup. So how can you tell me it was clean? Cameron Grimes, the star Woo! of the show. I mean. Hello, baby. Come on. I can't believe how hard I've turned to love this guy. He's my man. Cameron yeah, Grimes. He's cool. He's cool. It's just, I love saying it. Cameron, Cameron Grimes. Yeah. So, but he got involved, so how's the clean match? He's so fun. Cameron Grimes was a hero tonight. Cameron yeah. Grimes. Not all heroes wear capes, Flobo. Cameron Grimes has seen something happening. He's seen it happening again and again. And instead of doing what most people do, which is run away from what they fear, Cameron Grimes decided today that it was going to stop. Cameron Grimes is going to make sure that that the guy doesn't hurt anyone else. He doesn't stare at anyone else. He doesn't stroke the ropes at anyone else. And maybe if we're lucky, he doesn't paint anyone else Cameron Grimes, I applaud you. I am. I wish nothing but the best for you, Cameron Grimes. The fact that you're doing what so many other people don't have the courage to do, and that is to confront your fears. Look, I like Cameron Grimes maybe as much as you do, if not more, but he shouldn't get involved in this matchup. It wasn't really about him. It was about a... a classic of two guys doing a surprisingly a technical display you see the guy we can't say on the air apparently has shown his range all year he's a cool character he can draw has a deep gimmick and now he can actually do wrist locks and takedowns i mean is is dexter loomis the total package 
I all I saw was him slithering around the ring like a snake, and it was off-putting and scary, and they need to get him off of TV. They need to get him away from those people. It's not safe. Send him back to the, the cabin with his zombie friends and his sister that walks upside down. It's inappropriate, Flobo. It's terrifying. Halloween was passed already, Flobo. What's he still doing here? I don't know. Halloween Havoc too. I'm all about that. War no. Games. <laughs> uh, there's a couple of promos that happened to Ishirai and Ray Ripley, which are going to have them together in a match next week. But I feel obligated to talk about Tommaso Ciampa. He's doing another promo today, talking about how the word tough gets diluted and overused. You guys know how I feel about Ciampa, but I know you like the guy, so floor is yours, bro. I'm still kind of surprised you don't like Tommaso Ciampa. I love Tommaso Ciampa. I think every time he does something, it feels important. This promo, however, it 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 check boxes, but it also doesn't feel like it really led to anything. You know what I mean? Um, I like it when people will call people out by name instead of just saying guys in the back, right? If you have a problem, Champa, let us know who it is. Simply say that you don't like that Leon Ruff was trying to do something he wasn't supposed to do by being the North American title. That's all I'm saying. Just say that you don't like Leon Ruff, just like the rest of us, Champa. Take out your aggression on Leon Ruff. That's what I'm saying. But mm. I, I felt like what did he deliver this promo well? Yes, A+. Did what he say sound good? Yes, A+. Was it something that if it was left off, it wouldn't have made a huge difference? Probably. Hmm. Yeah, with Champa, all my things are no score, no score down the, down the column. So I don't... I'm completely divested of the character. I don't hate the guy. I don't love the guy. He's just there for me. So I have, I have nothing to add. Nothing to add whatsoever. But it really? did happen last night on NXT, which is pretty cool. But also, awesome news. The Prince is back next week. It's been six weeks since we've seen The Prince. was suffering that fractured jaw. Asking, or the whole world's been asking, what's going to happen with the NXT title? Will it be relinquished? Will it be defended? Will the Prince be back to 100%? We're going to get some answers, if not all, next week. Jack, what do you think the Prince has on his mind? I think the Prince is going to do what's best. He's always been really good. Finn Balor has always been great about making sure that whatever he's involved in is always the very best thing going, which is why I think it's obvious that when he comes back, he's going to give the title to the person that deserves to be NXT champion more than anyone else, and that's Pat McAfee. But before we get into all that, I just think that Finn Balor is someone that uh, he knows who the champion should be. He knows that he's not able to hold the title anymore, and he's going to pass it on to that to Pat. Okay, so a lot to unpack here. One, you think Pat's deserved to be NXT champion off the gate yes. with, with a 0-1 record. Um, he, uh, have you seen what he's been able to do, Flobo? He the kicked the guy three times. That was pretty much all he's done. The greatest faction of four people ever. Okay, even if that's true, which is not, he's still an 0-1 record. How does he become not only not the number one contender, how, how does he get the titles by showing up? I don't understand that. 
Uh, you think he's just shown up? He had one of the greatest debuts in the history of NXT. He's cut amazing promos. He's brought together these underappreciated talents to make Not them the, that, Jack. the greatest that. team of four. I mean, I think it's easy. If you want to count the... That. You're, dude, I'm not arguing that Pat McAfee hasn't impressed. I'm not arguing he's money on the microphone. But if next week happens and the Prince has to relinquish the title, you don't think in tournament, you're not thinking like ladder match, you're thinking Prince going like, hey, Pat, hey, that's it? Do you think that's the thing that's yeah. going to happen? He's, <laughs> Come on! He's going to say, for years, the wrestling business watched me, but now I watch Pat McAfee. <laughs> Planet, are you living on, man? I don't see that. And Pat's like, okay, I'll take it, sure. Yeah. And he says, So, I mean, what? Well, let me ask you this: What do you think is going to happen? You think he's just going to come out and, and finger gun and then leave? I got a feeling that they waited six weeks for a reason. It was a hairline draw factor. Because if it was any more serious, it would be an absolute relinquish. I have a feeling that it's going to be set up as if it's going to be a relinquished promo, but then the Prince is going to start a program. And that program won't relate to a match, but it will be to a story built to the next takeover, which will buy him even more time to get in wrestling shape. So maybe nine or ten weeks from this last match. So I think, again, I don't I don't think he's going to relinquish the title at all. But if he were, it wouldn't be just to be like, hey, Pat, here you go. I don't say that. <laughs> That would be the worst idea ever. Well, yeah, he's not going to do it like that because this is a huge moment, Flobo. This will be one of the biggest moments in wrestling history. He's going to be so excited to get to be a part of it. I'm sure before he hands the title over to Pat McAfee, he will wipe a tear from his eye in such pride getting to be a part of that moment. Dylan continues. If Pat McAfee wins the NXT title at any point, it would be the greatest thing I've ever seen in years. Years. Yes, Dylan, I'm all about that. But I would, for us to feel a certain way, he would have to pin somebody or submit them. I owe him something and be like, all right, cool, thanks. (laughs) That would be the biggest deflating balloon I have ever seen if Pat McAfee just shows up to get the title. You know what this this symbol means, Flobo? I'm holding up four fingers. It means for the brand. That's what it means. Can't sell out like that. For the brand. That's what this symbol means right now, Flobo. <laughs> Somewhere in North Carolina, Ric Flair's going, <laughs> Sad. He said that was for the brand. For the brand? Yeah. <laughs> Did you see how he looked today with his uh his turtleneck and his gold chain? He was, was looking nice. Fantastic, nice. but I, who do you think Balor's gonna gonna want to have a match with? Do you th- think he's gonna go back to Kyle Riley? Everyone seemed to have gotten hurt at the last takeover. Most of the guys that competed haven't been around. I got a feeling that Cross is back. I got a feeling Cross. That's my that's my theory. I think Cross had a separated shoulder. I don't think it was a fracture. So if you're separated, I got a feeling they're gonna hold and wait him, and, and this would be the best thing. Him coming out on the prance. It's me, Black TikTok, Fall and Pray. That's my prediction. My predictions suck. They never work out. Uh, but that's something's going to happen. You just need some asterisks. Yeah, I know. I should get some from you. Uh, Charlene in the <laughs> I don't have any to spare. <laughs> I still want a, a raw after show. You know, Charlene, we're out here. We're slaving with these content. We're doing NXT, UK, AEW, Commander's Log, Anytime Radio, and the fans, they want more. Maybe we might do one. We might do one, maybe. There. You always got to leave them wanting more. That's true. And Monday nights have an after hours show. Check it out. So after hours. Yeah, Flobo has a Monday night after show after hours that is really fun, really good, lots of good content there. But 
Not, none yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm still <laughs> waiting for that. But let's talk about your boys, man. Uh, for the brand, Pat McAfee, Pete Dunn looking unnaturally bronze, are supporting <laughs> Birch and Lorcan against Breezango, a very serious Breezango. And I say this unfortunately because they might be serious, but da-da, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. It's not the <laughs> same vibe you want when you're frowning. The match was really wasn't in question, but I think the moves itself was pretty cool with, uh, I'm not sure what the actual, the Kings of NXT, excuse me, retaining. Drake Maverick gets involved. A lot to unpack here, Jack Farmer. Thoughts about the match? Pat McAfee, Drake Maverick, and Breezango. Well, as you know, I do not like when people randomly insert themselves into matches they have nothing to do with. So one half of Team Dank coming in was a little bit inappropriate. I wasn't excited about it. I thought it was... Uh, I thought it was really unprofessional on Maverick's part, and he should be reprimanded. That said, I think that, uh, you know, Brizongo, they just can't get out of their own way. They talk about how serious they're going to be, yet they still come out, still grinding when they come out up onto the ring and dancing they around. They didn't grind. They did a little thrust. Uh, uh, um, Fandango did a little bit of thrusting. He, did, he was doing thrust, some, yeah. he was some thrusting. Um, I know a thrust when I see it, Flobo, and that was definitely a thrust. Why do you know? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> What do you do the weekends, Jack? <laughs> I am very qualified for this role, and that's how I know. But I will say, is it just me, or does Lorcan look like he's been adding some weights in the weight room? Absolutely. Absolutely. He looks he looks like he's been getting getting yoked up a bit. He's starting to look uh, really, really fit. And uh, Birch looks like he's having the best time he's ever had. I like how, if you want to talk about being serious, don't look at Brizongo. Look at Pete Dunn, man. He looked like he hasn't had a fun day in months. He yeah. was, he looked yeah. like he was not having a good time. But the, did you see the strategy he used? The way he threw in Pat first before he got in and and stopped all of the shenanigans that Brizongo was trying to pull. I thought that again for the brand pulls out a win that is just shows how good they are. Shows how great of a team they are. If I was to rank the top. Four team, the top teams of four. At number four, I'd say there's Evolution. At number three, I'd say the Four Horsemen. At number two, I leave number two blank to emphasize just how big number one is, and that is Pat McAfee's crew, the best team of four of all time. You'll notice Undisputed Era didn't even make the list, Flobo. Didn't even make the list. That's how good for the brand is. We all know your lists are totally backed by the, the luminaries of wrestling, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's put Pat McAfee's crew above evolution. <laughs> like, what? Did, yeah. Suck to I mean, evolution is a mystery. I mean, if you, if you just compare them side to side, I mean, no, no chance. If they had a Survivor Series match at their peaks, there's no, no, evolution stands no chance. I bet even Pat McAfee's like, hey man, you gotta give us some, some kind of like space to achieve and stuff. Like they, they have the, ta the tag team title, sure, but as a group, they're still pretty premature. I don't even know what Pete Dunn's motivations are necessarily. You just hang with these guys. Isn't that yeah. it's it's pretty impressive that they're still so new yet already breaking through glass ceilings, isn't it? Before we get out of here, it's now time for our favorite segment. It's called the MVP of NXT. That's brought to you by GamerWare. You can see the logo in the corner. Log on to GMRWare.com. Suit up and ship out. Use the promo code FLOBO for a discount. Jack Farmer, three hours of NXT, two United States, one UK. Who is the one person who will suck out most for you? 
this is really hard for me to say. It's really hard for me Canada. to to name this person. <laughs> Cameron Grimes. I I love saying that. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, I gotta give it to Trent Seven. This was a guy that I didn't think was making it through this part of the Heritage Cup. I didn't think he was going to get past Mastiff, and he damn near didn't. But even though he got his head rocked, he got powerbombed, he got beat up all which ways, yet he still found a way to come through and get to the finals of the Heritage Cup. He's now in the first ever finals for the Heritage Cup. This is history making. This is something that we're going to talk about forever. This is something that in the future we'll look back on the same way we look back on the first winner of the King of the Ring, the first guys who competed in the Royal Rumble, all these first evers. His name is going to be in the Heritage Cup version of that. And for that, I think he has to be the winner of the week. The fact you don't say Leon Ruff tr- troubles me. Leon Ruff is definitely the MVP of NXT because here's a guy that we all didn't have faith in. We all thought he was a joke. I remember tweeting exactly, Leon Ruff is going to die, comma, but I love his theme song. And he won the North American title. Because look, he had the matchup. But he had to pin Johnny Gargano's shoulders to the mat. And not only did he win the title, not only did he make a nice comedy moment and said, hey, look, wrestling can be unpredictable again. That character beat from Priest goes, here's the keys, my challenger's outside, probably fill it champagne and models. Leon Ruff was like, okay, and jumped in and drove off because he's smart too. Leon Ruff's the MVP of NXT, hands down. It, it's just a joke, Flobo. It's just a funny joke. You're going to feel so silly next week when Gargano walks out with a North American title. And it's like, yeah, guys, it was a, it was a bit. It was a joke. You're going to feel silly. Yeah, you know what? And you're probably thinking the elections were fake, too. It happened! We saw the pin count! One, two, three! We're, they're still recounting. They're still- <laughs> and on that note, I'm out of here! No. Listen, Jack Farmer, where can the world find you? Because I'm not going to go check you out anymore. No. I'm out of here. <laughs> you can find me at jackcfarmer.com as well as at Real Jack Farmer across all social media. You can also check me out on the Elite of the Week AEW After Show every Wednesday, as well as the Everything Tournament on Tuesdays, and as well as Anytime Radio on Mondays. Well, you can follow me at flopito.com and at newamsterdam.com, K-E-N-A-W, Amsterdam.com, and learn more about the show at drapedingold.com. Although I'm not really sure I'm going to hang with Jack anymore after this because um, I get like uh, two years of my lifespan cut off every time I do a show with him. He defends people like Nina Samuels. But uh, until next time, you know the deal. Jack, say the words. Do your best and be yourself.